0: This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, and I went earlier this week to Neighbors' Night Out, or maybe you call it National Night Out. It's an annual thing, typically at the start of October, um, just for our subdivision in, in, in an area park. Met a ton of people, and it's interesting, I bring this up to start the show because... You always have to be talking and and asking questions. I met a lot of people involved in real estate investing there. There was another single family investor that turns out lives one block north of me. Great to know. And I met a realtor that is involved in the, or her family is involved in the commercial space. And I met, best of all. I met a wholesaler, a new wholesaler, just starting out. I love to meet these folks because they're very happy to get that buyer connection. And, you know, if I get a first peek at that that great deal, always, always good. So pay attention when you're out there in the broader world. I'm going to open the show with that, and we'll probably come back to network towards the end. But along with Neighbors Night Out... I'll tell you what I observed. you probably noticed it as well. It's finally getting cooler. The seasons, they're they're changing. The days are getting a little shorter. My tax filing extension is finally coming due later this month. So hey, given the the, the time of year, what I want to do on today's show, I've got some operational ideas for you, and I have some bigger picture things to think about as well. Whether you are already a single-family investor, already a multi-family investor or perhaps you just want to get started as a real estate investor i've got some ideas some thoughts for you and i want to tell you just quickly if you ever see me and my son out at the lifestyles unlimited case study here in the dallas offices or maybe down in one of the other offices if you see the little guy ask him his age he's not he's not going to say five i'm five he's not even going to say five and a half like most kids he he used to say five and two-thirds, but he's aged a little bit, and now he's going to tell you that he's five and three-quarters. Yeah, he's, he's getting older, and we are getting into fractions. And in fact, just yesterday at lunch, after we did our normal stuff, reading, writing, math, you know, addition, whatever, I made us some grilled cheese sandwiches for lunch and cut his, as he likes, into four triangles, four quarters. And as we ate, I quizzed him. I said, hey, how much have you eaten? How much is left? And we got down to that last piece, and, and he nailed it. It took some coaxing, I'll, I'll confess. Three quarters are gone, he said. We have one quarter left to go in his sandwich. And bam, that is exactly where you and I are as well. The seasons are changing. It's getting cooler. As I said, the days are getting sor- shorter. Three quarters of the year are gone. We have one quarter left to go. Do you have any sense of time? Did you, did you notice that? Did you realize that? Have you thought about that? one quarter to go. We just hit that point. And this does beg the question, what are you going to do with the remainder of the year? And, and I see this a lot. And some people are thinking, well, yeah, three quarters of the year, it's gone. It's, hey, it's been kind of a, a rough year, a tough year. Interest rates are going crazy. Uh, the stock and, and bond markets, they're going crazy. The you know, war overseas, the whole world seems to be going crazy. So you might be thinking, hey, it's time for a break. In fact, I'm going to hit the brakes actively. I mean, let's see, we've got Halloween coming up and end of this month. That's going to keep you busy getting that that costume, getting that candy uh, for the next couple weeks. Then we've got Thanksgiving next month and Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas the month after that, New Year's. It's just time to relax, right? Or maybe as an alternative, spend some time right now at the start of this final quarter of the year and reflect, reflect now on those first three quarters of the year, on your goals How did you perform? How have you been performing to date? Where are you at with respect to those goals? Have you hit them all? And if not, why not? And what do you need to do now with your remaining time to to get to those goals? And if you did hit them, great. That's good. What can you now do? Because you still have a quarter ahead of you. What can you do now to to go even farther? So if you've not sat down in, in, in this respect, spend some time and do that. Reflect revise, adjust, and take advantage of the remainder of the year. It seems like it's already almost done, but one quarter remaining, that is still three months. That is a lot of time to take action and get things done. So for the balance of the show, I'm going to take a look at some of the things that single family investors I know are going to be doing at the, for the balance of the year. We'll talk a little bit about multifamily and then for you that are just wanting to get into this space, let's talk about what you can be doing to get started as a real estate investor. You don't have to wait for the start of the year. Do it now. Get going now. So the the, the things we're going to look at on the single family side, maybe a little bit more operationally focused. If you are new to the program, I've been a single family investor with properties primarily around Dallas, Fort Worth, a few down near Houston. Uh, for over a decade now. And so what I'm going to talk about, these are things I tend to do at this time of year. And I know that a lot of my my peers do. First and foremost, and this goes back to the the folks I met at uh, National Night Out, a wholesaler. Keep buying. Because as as I hinted with the holidays coming up, a lot of investors do hit the brakes and they do take a break. Don't do that. Keep going. Keep acting, keep operating, keep buying. Now, more granularly, you know, what I tend to think about at this time of year, I mentioned the uh, tax filing, put that off, filed filed the extension, that's coming due. Well, as part of that, thinking ahead now to 2022's filing, think about expenses. This is the time of year, perhaps, to uh, firm up your accounting. If you've been throwing those receipts in a box, maybe go and shuffle through those, get that figured out and think about those expenses. A big, big, big thing came out this month earlier. Property tax bills here in Texas come out at the start of October. We talked all at the start of the year, middle of the year about protesting those uh, tax valuations. Well, the bills are now here. And the question becomes, when do you want to pay those? Today, we're just kind of reflecting a little bit on the fact that, geez, the year's three quarters over. It's it's sped by. At least it has for me. Um, we've got a quarter of the year left, though, so it's not time to now sit on our hands and, and take a break like so many people will do. A lot of people do that. Uh, there are a lot of holidays coming up, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year, all that stuff that can distract you, and it's okay to be distracted, um, but keep a little bit of your focus on your goals as it relates to real estate investment. Investing. If you've set goals around that, if you haven't, we'll get to that a little later in the show. But thinking about my single family investors, uh, myself being one as well, I like to think about expenses at this time of year and start to focus on the P&L. How's it looking? What's it shaping up to be? looking like at, at year end when I get to December 31st, and it's time to start thinking about are there expenses maybe that I want to pull pull forward? And, and a big one, as I mentioned, is the, the property tax bill. Those, those are issued at the start of October. Those are due. Payable now. If you want, you can pay those in October, November, December. The the drop dead due date, however, in Texas, anyhow, is January thirty first. After that, I start to accrue fees, and eventually, lawyers will get engaged and all that fun stuff. So it's always a question for me: how, How have I been doing this year? Is there any reason I tend to I tend to pay my property tax bill in January for all my properties? But I ask, I do I do a review and I say, Well, is there any reason that I need to pull this forward because I want to take more expenses in this year? for some reason, maybe I've just had a banner year, had really big jumps in rent, I don't know, but but for some reason that I need to offset some income from the expense side. Property taxes is a good way to do that. Um, and as well for this time of year, I'll come back to expenses here in a minute, it's a good time to get out and as a single family rental owner, if, if you don't have a property manager, and I do not, I self manage, it's it's a good time to get out and, and do a walk around the outside of your rental house and a walk through the inside. Or if, if you don't want to do that personally, if you have a uh, don't have a property manager, but you have a trusted handyman to do that for you, somebody that has the authority to go in and, and do spot repairs up to a certain dollar amount anyhow, if, if he or she spots something that needs work, do that. This is a good time to do that. But above all, again, thinking about the time of year we're in now and where we're headed. Yeah, you know, it's cooling off, but it's Texas. It's still pretty hot. We'll eventually get a little bit colder, hopefully not as cold as we did in, in February of 2021. But I do want to winterize the house and, and start looking at that. Check the trim, the the, the fascia board and the soffits right around the, the roof, looking for holes, you know, critter access. If you have, a, you know, I've got a number of older houses, 50s build that are pure and beam. If you have any houses like that, you know you've got the crawl space. Well, make sure that those vent windows around the perimeter beam are properly covered. Uh, If you get a squirrel, raccoon, opossum, skunk, you know, any of those things under there, it's a bit of a hassle to get rid of those. So take action now to, to prepare. Another thing I like to do... I routinely every year in the spring service my ac and in the fall have my furnaces serviced. we don't use them that much here in texas but a lot of what i what i have in place are our gas uh, so i do want professional eyes on those furnaces to make sure that they are working correctly there are no gas leaks etc and so that the resident is prepared as we do get into those colder months that'll probably kick off uh closer to no, november So those are a couple things that you might think about. Other expenses, tree work. You know, tree work, uh, the fall is the best time to do that, at least here in Texas. You know, if you're doing some major trimming on trees, it gives them time to recover uh, before our brutal, hot summer so they can reestablish themselves. Spring is a good time. Okay, it's an all right time to do it, but uh, I prefer to, to look at that in the fall. And again, to the notion of expenses, if it's a bigger tree I need to remove or something like that. Uh, maybe just basic trimming um, you can ask yourself the question am I better doing this in the in the coming year or having those expenses hit my books this year just give that some thought review your your p l right your profit and loss statement revenues and expenses and and see what that what that data suggests now if it's an emergency tree trim whatever tree removal yeah take care of that obviously but I do like to consider that at this time of year. And if we have time towards the end of the show, I have a, a, an analysis, I guess an article uh, by the uh, Texas A&M University Real Estate Research Center. Uh, I want to get to that with respect to single-family investors, uh, if we have time. If we don't get it to it this week, we'll talk about it next week. But, but above all, for, for the single-family operators out there, to, to go back to my first point, don't just relax. Don't just sit on your hands. Stay in the market Always be looking, always be connecting. Like I said at the, the neighbor's, neighbor's night out, I met a new wholesaler. Great, we're going to nurse that relationship and and see what opportunity can come from that. Be in the market, always be buying. And I'm still seeing very good investments hit my my inbox. I just was looking. I have my, my folders separated by, by Marcus just glancing at the Houston one. The last four investments that I saw come across my, my box uh, single family from the Houston Realty team. 100% equity gain. Let me see if I can find that for you real quick. I mean, these numbers were just great. Here's one, $20,000 out of pocket to take down this this uh, single family house. $33,000 in equity capture. That is a more than 100% return. And just glancing across the, the subject lines here, here's one, 20K37. that's an exact 100% gain. 26K out of pocket, 25, essentially 100% return. I like the equity gain that I'm seeing out there. I like the opportunity to immediately double my money and we're still cash flowing. So good, good, good numbers and good reason to keep buying. it. it's worth mentioning here as well. I'm looking at Houston right now. It's where I got my most recent emails coming in today. Um, Lifestyles Unlimited is continuing to grow. I've talked about our, our realty team in, in Georgia, in in Arizona in tennessee in chattanooga good market i see a lot of good information and good investments coming out of there most recently we opened two new markets we now have realty offices in kansas and in missouri and i'll tell you i have met investors just during my my amblings and ramblings uh i've met investors at the expo actually here in in town for the case studies um and the two day i've met investors from california and they've been buying Aside from in Texas, I keep hearing Kansas City coming up. So now they will have even more support from Lifestyles Unlimited when they go into those markets. Or if you're looking at a new market, that's a good opportunity for you. So we now have those realty teams there as well. So for the single family investors, just a lot of opportunity out there. I'm still seeing great deals, great investments, and now even more markets at our disposal there not single family. What about multifamily? I'm going to split this up a little bit. We, we talk about multifamily investing from two perspectives at Lifestyles unlimited. There's the, the active side, let's call it. And there's the passive side. And when I say active, I'm talking about the people that are putting these big investments together syndications. We call those lead investors and they're allowing me, they're the active investors. They're allowing me as a passive investor to simply put my money into their investment and earn returns, cash flow equity capture. That's what I do as a passive, but for the leads out there, and and I'll include under this the IROs, independent rental owners. If you just want to do your own thing, you don't want to bring investors along with you, buy your own apartment community. People do that all the time as well. For you guys, stay tuned. Sellers will be trying to close deals before year end for, what did we just talk about? Tax reasons. So keep a sharp eye out. Now, I've got a few more thoughts. I'll pick those up on the other side. got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. Not because that's the way it's set up, but because of the knowledge. When put into action, knowledge is power. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we empower you to live the lifestyle of your dreams through passive real estate income, For over 30 years, our successful members share their knowledge through case studies, classes, and mentoring. Tap into the knowledge. Attend a free workshop online. Register now at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, you can send me an email to askandy at com. Again, that is askandy at com. And boy, suddenly it's here. Q4, we've made it through three quarters of the year. We've got a quarter remaining i've been working on those fractions with my my now five and three quarters year old son he, he he might be able to help explain that calendar to you i'm not sure the time component throws a whole other variable in there but but we are working on those i ask him how old he is if you ever see him around he'll, he'll he'll tell you down to the fraction but that's where we're at now three quarters gone how have you been performing have you been meeting your goals have you thought about your goals did you even write any down at the start of the year if you didn't do that then We still have three months ahead of us to get a lot of stuff done. We really can do a lot in a very short period of time, but you have to take action. You can't lose sight of the ball. You have to keep moving it forward. And if you didn't set goals last year, start to think about those now. You don't have to wait till January 1 to write them down. Start to work out that plan for the coming year. If you think in calendar year, some people, it's more of a rolling thing, you know, always, always going. Probably even better idea, but um, for those of us that are fixed to the calendar year, yeah, it's it's gone by. Got a quarter left to do, and I told you in an earlier segment, from a single-family perspective, Q4s here, what do I and a lot of my peers like to think about um, in this time of year? And if you missed any of the earlier show, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. This will be archived there. What about you multifamily investors? I was just getting to this ahead of the break. And for the leads out there, for the syndicators, or if you're what we call an IRO, an independent rental owner, somebody that buys an apartment community by themselves, that can be five units. That can be 500 units if you can swing that. Um, Here's the thing. At this time of year, sellers are going to be trying to close out those deals before year end for tax reasons. So keep your eye out there. Get in touch with those brokers. That opportunity is still there. And especially right now, if you think about everything that's going on with interest rates, with the Fed, with inflation, a lot of people financed using bridge loans over the last few years. And those loans are going to be coming to the end of their term, and they're going to have to refinance or sell or do something. And in some cases, they're going to have to do this in a hurry. So there may really be some opportunity on the horizon, whether that's in this quarter or in Q1 2023 or Q2 2023. If it's a little bit later out there, now's the time to start preparing. Okay, You may be able to find that final investment of the year now in Q4, but in fact, I just got got another email from a lead investor planning to close in November. So now shifting gears for, for you passive investors, that's what I like to do on the apartment side. This is a great time to deploy that capital. Again, for what? For those tax advantages. You know, I've got one, in fact, uh, passive investment closing later this month. It's about 300, I think, 320 units. And we'll enjoy some big tax advantages. Whether you close on January 1 or October 31, what's what's that lead investor going to do accelerated depreciation now you look at the business plan for the syndicator see if that's in the in the cards for them if they plan to do this but we're going to have big tax advantages due to paper losses due to depreciation and I'm not going into great detail today around depreciation we enjoy that on our single family houses as well that offsets a lot of our cash flow this is a paper expense that the IRS let, lets us allows us to take but with apartments the lead investor can conduct a survey, really dig into the individual components, the carpet, the doors, the, 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 the appliances, the fences, the AC units, the water heaters, all these different things that depreciate at different speeds per the IRS. They can dig into that, segregate those items, and accelerate that depreciation, and that drives bigger losses in year one on the front end of that project. So for that investment that will be closing for me here in October or that lead investor that just sent out the email saying, hey, we're closing in November, we're going to do accelerated depreciation. You're going to have some very big paper losses. And for the the new person out there, the the layman that maybe doesn't understand a lot of the details around multifamily investing, just understand this is a loss that we're uh, incurring on paper. That we can then take advantage of. For example, if you have big gains somewhere, maybe you're a business owner, uh, some passive gains. A lot of passive investors have sales or have had sales earlier in the year with big, big gains. That's why we do this because of the capital gains. Um, well, that paper loss is a good way to offset those so you don't have to pay taxes. Now, is it too late to join a group like Lifestyles Unlimited and get into some passive investments before the end of the year? No. No. Like I said, I just saw one that's closing November. I've seen a ton of, of uh, private placement memoranda, the marketing material essentially around uh, apartment investments that have come across my desk just here in the past couple of weeks. It's so much to sort through. There is a lot of opportunity. So it's, it's up to you. I do see people that join and, 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 and it is the end of the year and we do have Halloween and we do have Thanksgiving and we do have Christmas. Oh, and then there's New Year. And then the hangover. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. They they join and they sit on their hands. Don't do that. If you join and you take action as a member, you can get into these passive investments very very quickly. Part of it comes down to the education, and that's a big big piece. And let me shift gears here. We've talked a little bit about single family, and we've talked a little bit about multifamily. What if you're neither? What if you're not yet a single family investor or a multi-family investor, whether active or passive, but you want to jump in? Well, it goes back to what I was just saying, education. You need to get your foundation laid, get that foundation in place, work, work on that education and, and work on that network. Going back to what I opened the show with talking about Neighbors Night Out, I met just eating hot dogs, standing in the park down the road, watching my five and three quarter year old kid bounce on the bounce house. I met other people that are in this space. So network is, is hugely important. And this is where Lifestyles Unlimited can really, really help you. They've done a lot for me over 10 years. Uh, in fact, 10 year investor, been doing the single family thing for a while, A couple years in the multifamily space. I am now signed up to do the financial freedom seminar later this month. Yeah, I keep going back. I keep going back. I invite you to join me. I'm going to give you a website here in just a min- minute where you can take a look, but I know as part of that, we're going to talk about mindset. And, and, and even though I've been doing this for a while, I do occasionally need reinforcement. You know, my, my brain starts to wander. I go off the reservation a little bit, and it's good to hear the, the, the Financial Freedom Seminar presenters reinforce why we do what we do, reinforce that mindset, get into single family. So the the way the seminar works... It's typically over two days. I'm going to be doing this in the evening, by the way. I've signed up for the, the four part, which so that's over four evenings in, in mid-October. And I always learn something as a single-family investor, so I'm looking forward to see to seeing and hearing what the presenter has to say. I'll be doing this virtually, by the way. Uh, the presenter, in this case, this is Greg uh, Scott. Uh, he's out of Detroit, Michigan. He's a very successful multifamily investor investing in apartments in Indiana. He had, I don't know if he still has single family houses down here in Texas. So he's, he's run the whole gamut. So I'm very interested to, to to hear what he has to say. And I'll be doing that remotely, very, very comfortably from my house, uh, on day one, typically the first eight hours or, or the first two days, we talk about single family investing. And then what is my greater focus now? You may have already gleaned this is, is, is now getting into apartments. So the, the second part of that seminar is getting into the multifamily investing. So for me, I'm I'm looking forward to this. Uh, let me give you the website before I forget. Go to Give Me Total Freedom. It's all written together. Give Me Total It'll tell you about the the sundry uh, events. We've got the two you know the two part over two days uh, coming up in October, November, and then the four part uh, that I was just mentioning uh, actually starts very very soon. Uh, but you can learn about those there. Give Me Total You do have to join as a Financial Freedom Program member. Uh, if you do choose to do that use the promo code i'm going to give you use the promo code save big all capital all, all written together save big and that'll give you a two-year membership for uh, a huge huge discount far below what i paid 10 years ago uh, for one year so give give that a look um the education is 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 a huge piece And whether you take action and actually buy a single family house or get into that first passive apartment investment at a minimum, at a minimum, if you want to get into the real estate investment space and you're new to this. Or maybe you've got some experience, I meet a lot of members at Lifestyles that had their own experience, blazed their own path, made a lot of mistakes, if that's you, this is a good space for you as well to get out and, and attend the Financial Freedom Seminar to start to work on that education. That will get you ready for the future. This is Andy Webb. I thank you for listening today. I'm glad you tuned in. We've been talking to the single family investors, the multifamily investors, and now I'm speaking to those that want to get into that space. And believe me, I know I was there 10 plus years ago trying to figure this out. What do I do? There's a lot of information out there, especially with each progressive year. There's more and more information online, on the internet, forums. You can find information anywhere, just meeting people in the street, as I mentioned. Um, Of course, you have to vet that information. You have to vet the provider provider of that information. I'll tell you, Lifestyles Unlimited has been around for 32 years now. We have a very long track record. And that's what I love the, about the case studies. You can go, and these are just normal people that have gotten into the space as either single or multifamily investors, and they're just presenting their own story in their own words. And, and you can ask questions. And um, it's great to, 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 to stay inspired as well. When I hear these, these cool stories, the cool stuff they're doing, I always get, I always get excited. So uh, having that network around you is very important. I was telling you ahead of the break about the uh, financial freedom seminar. Yes, I am going. I, I, Try to go regularly, annually at a minimum, um, and I'll be attending that online um, very, very soon, mid-October. And uh, have not seen Greg present. I know Greg. Uh, I've, I've talked with him over the years. In fact, I've had him on the show, Greg and Nicole. You can find that on our, our website as well. But um, very successful investor. And I'm, I'm curious to hear a little bit more about his story and how he presents uh, single family and multifamily, especially as a guy that's up in Detroit, uh, Michigan, and, and doing all this stuff. The other thing I like about the, the, the seminar and the other education components is is it does keep you in the right mindset. It's very easy, as I mentioned, to. To lose focus, you know, you set goals at the start of the year you become distracted, especially at this time of year So it's important to keep that mindset in place. Remember why you're doing this and if you're just getting started I hate to say it, but you probably have some old and very bad habits that you're gonna have to break Typically around finances typically around how you think about saving and retirement and Greg and and, and his peers that uh, present the seminar they they're very very good at helping you reframe your thinking so that you can change your mindset, and break those habits. It's very important. And along the way, you're going to learn the language. That's part of the education, because I'll tell you, there are a lot of acronyms out there, and I have to to catch myself sometimes. I'm throwing out ARV. You may not know what that means, after repair value, the value of my house or the apartments after we get it fixed up. That's what ARV is. There's a lot of that out there, and you'll learn that as you start to dig into the education. That's why I think when you just get started, it's important to do that two-day financial freedom seminar, or as I'm doing it over four nights not just once give it some time to percolate and 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 sink in and then come back again because you're going to find you're in a slightly different position every time you come your situation has changed maybe it's a year later you've got a couple houses under your belt you're now thinking about entirely different things but it's good to keep coming back lots of acronyms lots of language yes there is some math we'll talk about that how do you calculate returns Returns are important to understand, whether that's cash on cash or the, I talked about the equity 100% returns that we're seeing right now in some of the houses out there. Um, you need to know how to figure those those numbers out, and you need to figure out what are your investing criteria. What is it that you need to see? Is it 100% capital gain on, on those houses? Is 50% okay, but also getting, say, I don't know, 10% return on, on cash, cash on cash return? That's the cash flow. Yeah. Um, it's figuring out how to sit down and put pen to paper. You don't have to have a, a degree in, in math to do this by any means. I've had a lot of interviews with guests that say, no, I am not a numbers person at all. And they'll tell you Lifestyles Unlimited has helped them get that, that understanding uh, better better in control to, to really do this sort of evaluation, whether apartments or, or single family. And apartments are single family. That's another question you've got to figure out. What is your path? I know a lot of people that come in thinking we're going to do houses and they come out on the back end of the two day saying, no way, apartments it is. I know a lot of people that say, hey, I just don't have the capital yet for apartments. I'm going to start with single family. Perfectly fine. Exactly what we did a decade ago. So you've got to figure out which route am I going to go, single family or or multifamily? Am I looking for cash flow or am I looking for equity, equity gains, equity capture, or maybe both? I like both. I like to see both. Remember, we make money five ways with our houses. There's the cash flow, there's the equity capture on the front end, equity buildup as that resident pays down the mortgage. There is market appreciation. that we're going to hear a little bit here when I get to the Texas A&M survey, what that's looking like. But appreciation and then the tax advantages, I think I've beat that a little bit uh, already throughout the show, but uh, big, big tax advantages. So We're making our money multiple ways. What is it that you're looking for primarily? And like I said, what are your investing criteria? We talk about that, how to make your own personal financial statements so that you can figure out your baseline, your starting point. And then we're not going to get in detail here, but digging into the hows. A lot of people, when I get emails, it's the how questions, process questions. And I know it can sound like a lot because there there is a lot, but Lifestyles Unlimited really lays it out clearly for you. How to build your team, how to find a property, whether apartments or houses, how to finance it, how to rehab the property, how to market it for rent, how to screen those applicants. When you start to get the applications for rent and then how to handle ongoing management, disposal, etc. whether single family or multifamily, I'll tell you lifestyle's unlimited is here to support you. You know, we've got a very big team member services team helps you. The, the mentors help you. And, uh, thinking about apartments, our operational consultants are a big, big part of that, that team. So I want to shift gears because we've been talking about the the calendar year, three quarters behind us, one quarter ahead of us, obviously the new year's coming soon. And I was looking at the Texas Real Estate Research Center. I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to tie this a little bit into the show. And they publish from time to time, Texas Housing Insight. Uh, it is naturally backward looking. It is naturally lagging. So I've got in front of me here, the August 2022 summary. So that's a month and I guess two months, month, month and some change behind us. And they, they talk about a number of things and it points to a shift in the market. And, and we know that the, the market is shifting. It is not crashing. I will not use that term, but they talk, for example, they've got a number of tables in here. I'm just going to bring these up table one, single family houses. And this focused on houses. Uh, so for the apartment investors, you can tune out or if you're thinking about investing in houses alongside your apartments, great idea. Maybe, maybe keep your, keep your eyes on our ears open. Single family months of inventory in every market they've looked at, Texas wide, Austin Round Rock, Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, Woodlands, Sugarland, and San Antonio, New Braunfels. It's all ticking up just a little bit. Now, Texas wide, it went from 2.2 months to 2.4. I will tell you the market is still out of balance. A normal healthy market has six months worth of inventory. We're still way, way down. So that's on the supply side. Prices, what I just mentioned, appreciation we are seeing a slight decline. Okay. Texas wide. And I'm going to tell you what we're looking at here in a moment. It went from 344,000 to 342 from July, 2022 to August, 2022. Same with those uh, months of inventory. That number, however, is the median house price. What it doesn't tell me, and, and it's the same across Austin, Dallas, Houston. The exception is San Antonio. It's increased. By 2000, in that in that month time, so they've got a net positive change. But what they're looking at are the median house prices. So what I can't see in the data, by the way, what I take from the data is, eh, it's a marginal marginal decrease increase on on either side. But what I do see, or what I don't see, is the sales that they're including there. My suspicion, I would have to do some digging, is that a lot of the higher end sales are where we're seeing those decreases, and those higher end sales are going to naturally um, push that down lower end, you know, workforce type housing, the type of stuff we like to invest in. Uh, I don't think we're there yet. I think we're going sti- to still be holding strong. Now, here's the important table that I wanted to get to table three last month's payment status for owner occupied housing units. When people talk about a crash, people are trying to sell in a hurry, get out of their houses, foreclosures are coming down the ramp. And they ask the question, of whether the owner is caught up on mortgage payments. This is owner-occupied. Now, a good portion own their houses free and clear. Uh, United States-wide, 35%. Texas-wide, 38%. Dallas-Fort Worth, 36%. Houston, 32%. So about a third. Here's the important thing. Those that are not caught up, those that might be heading towards foreclosure, was a minimal 4% nationwide, Texas-wide. In Dallas-Fort Worth, Houston was a little bit higher at 7%. What that tells me is crash impending? No. Big foreclosure wave impending? No. They also asked the question of the survey respondents, what's the likelihood of you having to leave your house in the next two months due to foreclosure? Again, very likely, very small number, single digit, 5% US wide, Texas eight. Why am I telling you this? Um, we hear all the time about, I, in fact, talking with the wholesaler just uh, the other day at the national night out foreclosures, pre foreclosures. Do I buy those? Of course I buy those. But as I, as I told the wholesaler, they're not really there right now. the The numbers just aren't there. People have a ridiculous amount of equity in their houses. We just heard that as many as 30-some-odd 30, 30 percent US-wide own their houses free and clear. If that's you, by the way, and you want to be a real estate investor, you need to look at tapping into that equity so that you can deploy those funds. But the bottom line is this, right now, as it sits, we are in a very good position. How will that change if we get into, if the administration will let us say we're in a recession, You know, technically we are, but if we get into something deeper, could that change? Yes, I think it could. Will that number of very likely losing their home to foreclosure U.S. wide 5%? Will that become 10%? It could. We don't know. My crystal ball doesn't work. But what I do know is if you're not positioned now, if you don't have the education basis now to be prepared for something that could come, then you're not ready. You need to take action. You need to start to work on that education so that you are ready. And I gave you the place to go. Go check it out. Givemetotalfreedom.com, promo code, all caps, save big. Hey, if you get registered and join in a hurry, I may see you on the uh, four-day seminar, the four-parter. Come on out. I'd love to see you there. Yeah, thank you for listening. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.